Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land since 2016, you've lent me your ears whenever you felt like tapping in with your girl, and I really appreciate that. So I wanted to talk about today's topic, and it is going to be five lessons that I've learned from this amazing individual who has recently become an ancestor um, as a Saturday. And that person is Flint City Councilman Eric Mays. I had been following Eric Mays for the last few years and his delivery always, it was entertaining, but you knew it was coming from a good place. Eric Mays was fiery. He was fearless. He was an advocate for the people. He stood with the people. And when I found out that he passed away on Saturday, it hurt. I'm not going to lie. It hurt really It hurt. It hurt really bad, honestly. And the reason why is because when I see a man like Eric Mays, I see men like my father, you know, like my dad, my granddaddy, my uncles, my mentors, you know, in the religious sense and in the spiritual sense as well. I see a, a particular type of man that has always loved and protected and cared for me the way Eric Mays has loved and protected or did his best to protect his constituents as well as the greater community of Flint. And many times he was tested and he was tried. But one thing I always admired about how he handled it is that he was fearless, but also was very clear that he was a a faithful man. Now, was he a perfect Christian? No, nobody's a perfect Christian. I don't care what y'all see on the apps. Ain't none of them folks perfect. But I love the fact that regardless of the imperfection, he moved in a way that was exemplary for us to learn from. So I wanted to, and that's the thing about humans, right? Us as humans, having a spirit experience or spirits having human experience, whatever you want to do. The cool thing about it is that we don't have to be perfect to learn from each other. We don't have to, you know what I mean? Like we don't have to put on airs and act like we're just some super grand dame or grand done in order to be of some type of service to others to where we could take from their example. So today's episode is going to be about five lessons that we could take from now ancestor Eric Mays. Lesson number one, when your mission is noble and can better others, not just yourself, you can and more than likely will be attacked. Folks will click up to destroy you but regardless stand up for what's right and don't fold the thing about Eric Mays that I really identified with was him being like an underdog you know and he was always being challenged and always being conspired against I mean and I might I might catch some flack and if you're in Flint I would like to know because based on what I was seeing as somebody that is from the outside looking in out of town it looked as if Eric Mays was conspired against to lose his seat multiple times in the last few years with the last one being successful, which I thought was interesting because when you take a man that's trying to serve his constituents out of his council seat, you have left his constituents with nobody that can represent them, that could be their voice as they voted him to office to speak for them and advocate for them. And seeing how the Fab Five... <laughs> conspired to take him out it really taught me a lesson that 
you know, the whole, I mean, for those that, you know, that's in the community, y'all know the skin folk can't folk argument. And you really see that folks will do their absolute best to silence you, even when you're speaking right, because of personal feelings. It was personal. To me, I took it, I took his suspension the way they did that. I took that as a personal, that, that was rooted in some personal stuff. They wanted to silence that man. And he died fighting to get back into his seat. And for those that have been going through things like that, not because fired against as well. I've had folks lie on me and all kind of crazy stuff because of whatever reason. Um, but for those that are going through that situation, take from Eric Mays that, you know, if somebody is conspiring against you, I hate to say it, but for some of y'all, it's going to be validity that the mission that you're on is the one worth going on. Usually people don't conspire to take out people who are negative, that put out negative energy in the world, that want to bring, you know what I mean? Like they don't do it like that. Normally those folks are kind of, you know, those folks kind of get to do their thing and they get to kind of, you know, thrive a little bit <laughs> in this society. But the folks that are trying to counteract some of that and trying to bring about positive change and that sometimes, most times really includes challenging a larger system. Those folks are the ones that get dragged through the mud. Now, what differentiates that is whether the mission is to serve others first, self second, or whether it's to serve first, you know, yourself and then others second. So that's where I see the line of delineation comes into play when it comes to these kind of folks. Because sometimes the mission could be noble, but usually the first one <laughs> that to serve yourself first is usually what gets folks caught up. But if you're going through that situation and you know that your mission is not to self, it's not to serve self first, keep pushing. Okay, that might be a unfortunate confirmation that you might be on the right path. And then consult with whoever you, you know, you believe in, your higher power. Lesson number two, discernment between fake love and real love is key. They always love you once you die, right? That's the interesting thing about Western society. We always love people. And I always say we because I'm never above what I say. We always love people once they die. Like, I remember when I did the episode about Nipsey Hussle and all of a sudden everybody was a Nipsey fan. I'm like, <laughs> as somebody who was in South Central at the time of his death, I was on Crenshaw, not too far from Slauson, less than a mile from Slauson, helicopters and all. I'll never forget the day that he passed away and how folks just all of a sudden were bumping Nipsey. Now, granted, is it cool that folks were able to learn about someone and, and learn from his example? Absolutely. But it was some clout chasing stuff that got called out. You know, we saw we saw some folks get called out for, you know, name dropping him and folks that never, you know, was really name dropping him before. They was trying to get some clout and they got called out. And with Eric Mays, he knew. He called it out every chance he got. Y'all trying to get me up out of it. He was putting it on the record. And I feel like he... He was a very intelligent man that knew that no matter what happened, good or bad, he was going to put everything on the record to make sure that it was documented. And him calling out all them folks on that council that was trying to get him up out of there, that was smart. He knew. And it's, it's interesting because Eric Mays had a lot of hate when he died from people that were supporters of the folks that conspired to take him out of his seat. And it's interesting because those same people <laughs> that put him in a position to fight for his seat back are now giving tributes. And it's just like, eh. like, mm. now I know you could be like, Maria, 
What are you talking about? Just because people are conspiring to get folks out of their seats in their office doesn't mean they want them to die. I can agree with you there. However, keep it cute. If you know that was an adversary, keep it cute. Don't talk too much. Because at the end of the day, what you say in a one minute, 30 second, two minute explanation of them passing away as a tribute will pale in comparison to the hours of footage that you have conspiring going against somebody else. That's what I mean when I say fake love and real love. You said something nice at the end, but all the stuff that you did while they were here on earth, that is what I measure at the end of the day. Never mind how you treat somebody in death. How do you treat them in life? That's what the fake and the real is to me. So that being said, the lesson I took from this is know your enemies. Of course, that's always a good reminder to learn. Know your enemies. Discern the fake love and the real love. If you're being threatened and you have to protect yourself, put it on record so people know what it is. Lesson number three, the power of one can be monumental to not only your local community, but humanity. The thing about Eric Mays in his passing that I noticed that I wasn't quite expecting is how long that everyone is mourning. I think it's a beautiful thing because we're allowing ourselves to mourn and celebrate longer than the three business days that we normally do here in this society. This is different because we feel it. It's different because a lot of us have somewhat of a connection to Eric Mays, whether it's because we can personally identify to him, whether it's because he provided us some laughs, whether it's because you know, it's, it's all these different reasons. But to know that people are still doing tributes, still pouring in, still talking about him, that shows impact. It's not going through the normal news cycle. There's a lot of folks who are speaking up a lot about things in their city that are inspired by Eric Mays. And I'm saying this as somebody who's seen the tributes come in and they're explaining how much they've been doing in their community, how inspired they were. Now, I'm not even going to hold you. I don't have many regrets with Spiritual Homegirl. But the closest thing to a regret with my platform thus far was that I couldn't interview him. I really wanted to interview Eric Mays to talk about how his faith has gotten him through rough times. And... I started to, I was like, maybe I should. And I was like, I don't know, because he seemed like he busy. He was traveling. I think he had visited Jackson State University at one point. You know, he was on the move. He was on the come up with him being a public figure, not just in Flint, but in the United States in general. And I was like, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to sit on it. And what's so cold about it was March was going to be the month I was going to reach out. So I'm like, dang, I really, really wanted to speak to him and just talk about how your faith can get you through tough times as somebody that was going through that. Um, but, you know, things happen, obviously. So, you know, but the power of one, of his one example, can really inspire folks. You might not even realize it. Some of us might be doing things that we don't think has any type of impact. But with Eric Mays, him doing something for the love of his ward in one city in a big old state of Michigan, that's one of 50 states in a few territories of the United States, has somehow been able to influence people all across the globe. That also speaks to the power of the Internet as well. So if you're thinking that you're not making an impact, keep going. You never know who you're impacting and helping in the process. Number four, never be too good for the people. I've done plenty of episodes about not acting too grand and acting like you better than people because you always get brought back down to size. I, it always happens. It always happens. Once you start acting like you're God, <laughs> once you start acting like you big G and not the image of the big G, it always seems to kind of work out negatively, doesn't it? And with Eric Mays, he was always in the, in the field with the people. 
vigils. I think he jumped on a rap song or a spoken a spoken word song. You know, like he was always never too grand, always in the community, always outside protesting with the people like fearlessness. And speaking of fearlessness, lesson number five will be fear no human. Eric Mays and I feared nobody. They was trying to take that man to jail. He was going to jail every time. Every time they was trying to arrest him for proving his points in meetings and things of that nature. Now, granted, his delivery was very fiery. And I'm pretty sure that could be daunting for some. It could be, you know, scary for some. I don't find that kind of delivery scary because I, I was raised by men that were fiery. So to me, Eric Mays, I was just like, he's just passionate. <laughs> and maybe because I have some of that type of passion, too. So, you know, for me, I never took it that way. But they were, you know, saying that he was out of order and they would take him to jail and things like that. And he would go. He wasn't like, you know, he didn't. He he never he never switched up. He was true to the end because he never feared a human. He never hesitated to let you know through scripture or through letting him letting you know that he was a man of faith in God, that he just was not going to play that. He wasn't going to fear you. And I think that that's a good example in these times as well. Because there's a lot of fear being exacted on other humans by humans. And it's very unfortunate. And it's just a reminder that at the end of the day, nobody's bigger than the program. So that being said, fearing a human, protect yourself accordingly. Now, don't be no doormat. Don't let nobody just attack you and play in your face. But at the same time, never fear a human either. So those are the five lessons that I wanted to share. Don't forget to complete the podcast survey. If you like what you heard today, please click the first link in my show notes and complete the survey. I have some things I'm going to be learning today, all day. Today's a learning day for Spiritual Homegirl, literally. And I can't wait to share with um, with y'all what I'm learning. But today is definitely going to be that. And I cannot wait to tap in with y'all tomorrow. So with that being said, y'all, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, boo friends, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love, okay? May Eric Mays rest in perfect peace and power. And may we all take something from his example to better not only ourselves, but the world around us, okay? Sending love and condolences to his family and anybody else that has been affected by his passing. Love y'all. Peace.